I grew up super ambitious. I know. You always had big goals. I got to a place in my life where I finally gave myself the permission to pursue my dreams full time. But somehow, no matter how much effort you put in, you weren't able to accomplish your goals. I got very down on myself and I was ready to give up. I remember. And then something switched in you after you started observing the people who had what you wanted. Yeah, I understood that they knew something I didn't know that their foundation of beliefs, awareness, and knowledge was different than mine. That's powerful. And you did what you needed to do. I made it my mission to learn and to unlearn. This is Joy Culture. A safe place to extract the wisdom of stories, become conscious of the unconscious, and choose beliefs that serve the life that we desire. Hi everyone, welcome to Joy Culture. I'm Anusha. I'm Toranj and today we are diving into more conversation cards because just one question has us talking for, for a very long time. <laughs> um, we start. picked, what is it? You start. Okay, we picked two questions and while we were going through the cards, it was like, I want to answer this because it might help, the answer might help some people. Um, when I'm sick, Wait, I want... Oh. It says, when, I sick, I, when I'm sick, I want. And what I wanted to talk about is when I'm sick, I realize all my shadows, all the things that I've been running away from, it comes to the surface. Uh, Tell in, me more. In daily life, like every day, um, there are things in my head like that I thrive for and I go for like... Um, to challenge myself, to be stronger, to be more confident, blah, Tell blah, blah, blah. More. And what then when I, mean? what does that mean? It means the opposite of it, the opposite section of it, which is being weak, asking questions, wanting help. Um, These are all signs of weakness for you. If you ask yeah, questions ask, or want help. Yeah. And all or have that, a need. Or have a need and um, not be fast enough not function the way I want to function. With time, I, I slow down. I have a speed, like my daily speed with thinking and judging and doing whatever I'm doing. It has a speed, has a momentum by itself. And when you're sick, that drops. And for me, when that drops means I need help. I need uh, people around me. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, need, I need to ask uh, questions and blah, blah, blah. And we need to slow down. And all of that comes to the surface when I'm sick. Because and then, then you have needs like every normal human being. Yeah, and, and not just that. you have to admit to them <laughs> and admit that you're not superhuman. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously it shows that the stuff that I'm doing daily, it some of them is not coming from a neutral or loving space. It comes from pressure or doing more than I'm supposed to. That's why the other side of it can be so triggering. And it's not a, in a neutral place and it's not a loving place. Mm. When I slow down, instead of getting more, oh, what do I need? What, uh, what, what does my body need? Uh, it's okay that I need to ask for Rest help. today. Or... Rest today, all of that. No, I'm like, oh, when is this sickness is going to go away? When I'm going to bounce back? Let me like, just like sleep it. She did say these were her toxic traits. She oh yeah, did. I, I did. I did say that. I said when I get sick, my most toxic traits come to the surface. Reveal themselves. Yeah, they're like, whoa, hello. And it's crazy that 
then when I deeply think about it, is that uh, I try my best actually to not get sick. So I would not be in that situation. But then I'm like, you, you're like you're you're manifesting it in a way. You're manifesting it in a way. Anyway, this is this is what I'm working on these days. Like then when my daily base, like daily life, I'm like, okay, it's a time for me to ask for help. Let's get in a neutral place and ask she for help and neutralize that. Asked for help. I did. Right. I have. What are you talking about? Or I need to slow down. I actually slow. Like there's so many times that I'm at the gym and I have a speed and a momentum, and the, I take some time to slow. Actually, slow down my body and my thinking and everything to make it neutral in my body to practice that to practice new energies and new that's wonderful yeah yeah that's wonderful you so, want to start by asking asking for something today it doesn't have to be during the episode <laughs> but that's my challenge later on <laughs> okay that's, that's a good one you. i like that when i'm sick i want you want what do you want um for me i had the the family that I grew up in was extremely overbearing in terms of how I need to perform. Mm. So I need to be the best. And I found that they almost like were the kindest to me when I was sick because it was the time when they didn't actually be, they backed off. Mm. So when I was well... It would always be like more, more, more. It's not enough. Yeah. More, more, more. You guys are probably wondering what kind of families we grew up in. Um, but it was the perfectionists. The yeah. families are perfectionists. Mm-hmm. They they are high achievers, but not from a level of... Sometimes high achievers can come from passion and sometimes it can come from fear. Yeah. And I can say that our families really pushed us maybe from a space of fear mm-hmm. um, and we, or we learned it from a space of fear because they were immigrant they were alone yes. you have to make it when you're an immigrant and all of that correct and so for me the only time that my family backed off mm-hmm. and was gentle with me more gentle was when I was sick mm. and so um, I caught myself because I get really bad period cramps Mm -hmm. and I remember getting the most compassion during my period cramps. And so I wondered, I said, is that because I go through such bad pain and I asked myself one day, I asked my, my pain, I said, is there some part of me that is benefiting from the pain? I asked myself, I said, what part of you is benefiting from the pain? And I heard a voice say, this is the time when I can get love. Mm, this is the time the when I can get love. love. And so I decided to speak to that part and say, you know, I am your parent. I will take care of you. Mm. I love you. And you don't need that from the outside. And I will take care of you. And I started to give myself that love that my body was craving. And so I really believe that sometimes ailments are energies that Mm. occur to balance something else yeah absolutely and so i wanted to know why this recurring pain that i have every month what benefit could it have what is it that it's trying to achieve and give myself 
that yeah. which that pain is trying to achieve from within rather than from and without. Was, did the pain eventually get less You and know, less? the first time that I did it, the very, very first time, and I know it might sound that silly to some to people, I spoke to the pain, which mm-hmm. was in my, uh, obviously in my uterus. Um, I spoke to the pain and I said, I am here. I love you. I will take care of you. Mm. And the pain in that moment went away. And for months and for months, yeah, I didn't have the same pain. And it's come back again. It's come back again. So now I'm tuning in again to see what else, what else, what Mm -hmm. more can I clear out energetically? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Because what you were saying, I realized something about what, what I was saying is that I feel like when I'm tuning in and I'm like realizing the core of this whole baggage of the stuff that I said, the core of it is that I feel like it's a very vulnerable moment. Mm. It's a very, when to you're be sick, sick is very, very vulnerable. vulnerable and I don't have the trust to be around people in that vulnerable moment. So uh, I, I rather not slow down. I rather not ask for help. I not rather not because it's very vulnerable, and I oh, don't trust that vulnerability. And I don't trust. Mm. So I feel like it's mo- like when I want to like I'm trying to tune in and understand what is it. I feel like the core of it is something that I need to work on: vulnerability and trust. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So when I'm sick, I want. To trust more, probably. Yeah. Mm. You probably want to be vulnerable and yeah. trust. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You okay. know, the truth is we can't be vulnerable or rely on most people. Like, I couldn't <laughs> rely on people who were only compassionate towards me when I was sick. And mm-hmm. that's the truth. Yeah. And sometimes, this is why the concept of reparenting comes in. Mm-hmm. Because there are certain things you can only pass on and give to your children what you have. Well, you have and practiced. you cannot, I, I, I cannot resent my family for not being able to give me the things that were never given to them. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't know it. They didn't know it. They and didn't I have can't, it in their system. I can't hold them responsible, mm-hmm. um, but I can take on the responsibility of learning so that what I pass on to my kids will be. Uh, more aware and I'm sure I will fuck up on so many things and then my par- my kids will refine that and pass mm-hmm. that on to their kids um, but essentially um, yeah we need to learn to reparent ourselves the things that yeah. we didn't receive from our parents we need to teach ourselves we if they didn't give it to us the only person that can truly give it to us mm-hmm. now is ourselves and that's our responsibility And the thing is, every time there's something like this comes up, like you with your pain that you were going through or when I get sick, there's always an emotional aspect to the whole thing. There's always a baggage of like something that we can deal with and heal. Energetically, emotionally. And probably if we start going to the healing journey of it, that sickness or that type of pain or that type of triggers that comes up, it becomes less and less. And the pain becomes less and less and you reform something. Yeah. Because it's not just that I got sick. I have a cold. I have a like period pain. It's not just that. You're emotionally going through something. If you understand that 
everything is energy mm-hmm. and that an illness has its own vibrational signature, its own energy signature, you can also understand that there has to be a resonating energy to be able to um, uh, ha- be the holding place that, mm-hmm. for that type of energy. And there's this wonderful book that many people have read. Um, it's a best-selling book um, by Louise Hay called You Can Heal Your Life. And it has a glossary in the back. And therapists and um, healthcare professionals that like to use this alternative way of looking at dis-ease, mm-hmm. um, they found that it's 90% accurate with their patients. So when a patient comes with an ailment, they're able to look at the back this wonderful glossary that says the type of energies that we carry, the type of beliefs that we carry and hold on that cause that type of illness, that particular illness Mm. to manifest. So, because sickness is manifesting, a thought is being manifested into reality of their body. A repeated belief, Mm -hmm. belief creates thoughts, thoughts are an energy vibration and energy vibrations bring to it more that are of the same type of frequency Frequency. yeah okay check out the book by the way (laughs) you can heal your life by louise hay this one you go first i'm my own worst enemy when i'm my worst enemy always i i don't joking um i don't i think i used to be i used to i used to be my worst enemy with the way, with the standards that I held myself at that mm-hmm. were unachievable, not unachievable, but I, I was my worst enemy when it came to seeing, judging myself on the way that I was performing, the way that I looked, the way that I acted. I literally was my worst enemy, constantly critiquing myself and wanting myself to be better and better and better, but not from a perspective of loving what is and wanting to expand on what is. Say if I had a skill, ooh, I want to learn more. Now, for example, if it's cooking, oh, I learned to make this pasta and now I'm going to learn how to make this pizza and now I'm going to learn how to make this soup and now I'm going to learn how to make pastries. And it wasn't an expansion of what I knew. Rather... It was, oh, well, you don't know how to make this. You don't know how to make this. And they know how to make this. You don't know how. Mm. And you got to learn how. And you don't have enough days. If you had enough time, if you organized yourself better, you'd have enough time to know how to make this thing to be better. Then people will see you as better. Do you know what I mean? That was my self-talk. And it was extremely, it didn't, um, it was constantly overwhelming and it didn't, ever yield to a solution because it was critically based. It was mm-hmm. about criticizing myself. It was about like comparing yourself. question says, um, being my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and today I can say that I do not go against the grain of myself. Mm, um, I'm very easy with myself. I'm very loving with myself. Um, even if there is something I want to change, I look at it as like this cute thing that is, that I can observe and not make it about my own worthiness. So I could Mm -hmm. be like, Oh, I'd, I'd really love to be able to have this new habit in, in my life. For example, sleeping earlier or finishing my workout every morning. 
and I'm very gentle about it because I understand that the essence of that is wellness. Mm. And so the way that I approach it is through the same vibration of wellness. I don't overwhelm myself or ever push against myself or become my own enemy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How about you? Um, mine, what I'm about to say, it used to be so much worse. It has gone much better now, but if I'm not aware of it, it can be turned on and triggered is that when I start something new, when it's something is absolutely new, like learning a new skill or learning a new class, stepping into a new class, all of that, that the thing that turns on in me that already I have to be the best. Mm. Like why am I at the beginning of the base? Like it's like my mind, it's like my mind doesn't understand sometimes that we're at the basic level. It's okay. I know this feeling all too well. When I become my worst enemy, when I'm about to start something absolutely new that my system had no idea till this moment how to do it. And instead of like being more gentle and like more in that, I'm like, what is the ultimate <laughs> fastest way to get to, be, to the top, to get to the hundred level right now, like right now. And so I have to say, it has been times that in a weird way, it has helped me because I push myself and I Absolutely. learn something new much faster instead of just wasting time. Mm-hmm. But it's out of balance because the energy and the base that I start from, that space that I start from is already I should know everything. Why don't I know it? And I'm already very tense with myself and very like not gentle and not loving and not like already my energy is like closed instead of like open and receive and maybe there's more maybe it's there's something you're comparing yourself to an ideal oh, 100%. Um, of the teacher of the professor yeah, right rather than making the process of the the letting exciting yeah letting the process of what you're you're doing be the the end the end yeah um yeah. you have the ideal as something that you're constantly comparing yourself and experiencing the gap between where you are and where that is. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's the worst thing. And I'm the worst enemy of myself. The very first when day you do that. when I do that. So because is... then I, my, my, the only thing that has helped me has been meditation. Cause I am, I, I become more aware. Like, the, like the other question, when I'm sick, I'm aware of my emotions. Like, I'm not just sick. There are other things happening. What are those? How can mm. I heal them? How can I go about them? Right now, when it, when the very first classes or first skills, like whatever I'm about to learn starts, like I do a meditation before that. I'm like, Anusha, we're going to learn. And it's okay. <laughs> we're a basic level. Slow down. <laughs> you can survive this. I really love <laughs> this concept of us being able to speak to the different parts of us. Yeah. Because then we're not identifying our entire being, being. as the experience that we're mm-hmm. having right now. And we're able to say, like the other day I was in the car and I felt, and you know this, I don't really exhibit anger Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I felt very angry and I went oh anger I I looked at it I was like anger and I named it and it doesn't become me and even um, I recently went back into a cycle that I had um, of feeling 
the, the vibration of shame, mm-hmm. which is extremely, extremely, um, oppressive. This energy is, um, very diminishing. Yeah. And it was the something that frequency. I had practiced a lot throughout mm-hmm. the years as a kid. And it, it got triggered and I was able to look at it for the first time and not become, not for the first time, but, um, I was able to look at it rather than become one with it. And it's a practice, um, of being like, Oh, I feel shame right now. This is the vibration of shame. And I can stand outside of it and look at it and say, okay, how can I release this now? What are the steps to release this now? Um, what and was it? what were the steps? For me, it was, um, first of all, knowing that it's just a vibration and Mm -hmm. it's not me and that it's something habitual Mm -hmm. that I have practiced and that I need to practice something else um, other than that. And for me, in that moment, it was looking and trusting certain aspects of my life, Mm. trusting certain aspects, trusting the decisions I have made, trusting where I am in my life and not um, going deep into that energy of shame. Because from that energy of shame, some people think that like shame is used as a way to like show you the way, like this is shameful, so go that way. But it actually doesn't work that way. It kind of keeps you very much in the same cycle and momentum. So my first uh, go-to place is to shift the energy so that I can think clearly. So, so is that, that I, kind of, re- you reminded of yourself of the times that you did something, you were proud of it in a way, um, as a reminder? I reminded myself that, um, that the decisions I made that brought me here. So if there's mm-hmm. something I'm feeling shameful about, the decisions I made that brought me here are not something that I feel shame about. I feel, I feel proud of, mm-hmm. um, and I trust myself and I trust my journey and I trust my inner guidance and that the shame that I'm currently feeling is because it got triggered and it's a habitual feeling that mm-hmm. I have, but it's not the whole reality. Sometimes even when we are stepping into something good, the mm-hmm. something that is about to serve us tremendously, uh, our, our old traits that we old use, energies. old energies, um, they come up to the surface. It's like some part of us is like, is it really happening? Is the good thing that we've been waiting for is happening? So go to shame, go to like guilt, go to anger because, because you're stepping out of un- stepping out of familiar space to a new space and your toxic traits comes up to hold you back into the familiar, even though the familiar is not serving you anymore. It's not serving you anymore. And one thing that one of my favorite teachers, Abraham Hicks, teaches is every subject is two subjects, the having of that subject and the lack of it. So when you are stepping into something new, you have this energy of like, wow, this is the new energy and this is what can be. But then you also activate the lack of it. Mm-hmm. Which is why those energies also come up. Come up. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> that was two questions. Yeah. And we spoke for 23 minutes. Yeah. And if you can give us your answer in the comment yes. section, what do you, what, when are you your worst enemy? I'm my worst enemy when? when? And, and when I'm sick? I want. What do you want? Because what, what we want is actually showing us what, what energy. We oh, need to give ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for watching and listening to us. Until next time, please share, 
subscribe and like this video and we will see you soon. Bye.